0: Hey, friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action On the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40 where we help women like you rethink your priorities to create a life that you love in this stage of life. So what's a girl to do to find space in her busy life, to make her wellness a priority so she can go from stressed to refreshed? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, as one of my favorite listeners, I wanna offer you a gift. It's a free life priorities audit. This eye-opening survey will help you take a closer look at seven key areas of your life we'll assess where you're at right now and together create a plan to align your priorities today with what you truly want for your future. You can grab yours at lissafiggins.com forward slash audit, or just click the link in the show notes. Now let's rethink your wellness. to introduce you to my friend Carla Aghetto. She's the founder and CEO of Houston Wellness Workshops for Women. And I love her story because after a decade of practicing law, she found a way to be well in the midst of a really busy life. And now she inspires other professional women to focus on their own mental, physical, and spiritual health so they can go from being stressed to feeling refreshed. So Carla, I'm so glad that you are here today. Tell us a little bit more about your journey and your story because you know there, I know there's a journey to go from stress to refresh. So tell us a little bit about where you were and how
1: you got to where you are today. Thank you so much for having me here, Lisa. Alyssa. Lisa, nope. Lisa. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me and um, for giving me that intro that's super inspiring to me, honestly, to hear it. <laughs> um, and just hosting this space. Um, the idea of of being repurposed um, is pretty incredible, um, and it resonates with me, um, and really gets me into thinking about yeah, I too have been repurposed. Um, so my story, uh, depending on where we want to pinpoint it, but I think here in the wellness journey, it starts with um, being in law school and making a decision to go into a corporate law firm. Um, I spent my first year of practice at um, a district attorney's office in East Texas as a, as a prosecutor. Um, And anytime I stayed there past five, people looked at me strange. Um, So that was a lovely year. Uh, During that time, I filled my after 5 p.m. Time with a ministry called Faithfully Fit at Church. Um, I lost 25 pounds. I was inspiring other women to do the same. It was awesome. And then I went and started at the corporate job that I had planned um, uh, and uh, back in Washington, DC, and spent about a decade between our DC office and our Houston office working 80 to 90 hours a week on a regular basis. Um, if if I had a 60 hour work week that was a light week um and I certainly uh, did a trial where I slept for um three hours on a good night mm-hmm. um, for you know four weeks four de- four days at a time uh, while pumping by the way oh, wow. um, for- <laughs> for my second little one. So, so that's also part of the story, right? When you're doing this thing from a platform that we call big law, where it's you know global law firms. Uh, we had 2,500 attorneys with offices around the world. We were representing Fortune 500 companies and high net worth individuals in broad-based investigations and um, pieces of litigation. It's high stakes. It's often, you know, um, hard charging, um, high stress, a lot of responsibility. I'm grateful for the clients that I was able to serve, the teams that I was able to serve on. But I went into that job believing that because of the demands, because of the stress, uh, because of the expectations, I really couldn't expect to have wellness as a key part of what I was doing. So that's part of me being repurposed is realizing that if I decide that I can have wellness while I do what I'm doing, whatever I'm doing, then maybe I can create a plan to support that vision for myself, right? And then actually execute on it. And that's what I love to help women with now. But the place where I was, I really didn't believe I could have that wellness. And so it never was a priority, which is something that you do as a priorities coach. It never was a number one priority to maintain some sort of practice of consistent wellness of mind, body, and spirit in in that environment. And if I had tried it, of course, it would have been challenging based on what I just laid out for you. But... You know, if 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 it if it's considered a home base, if it's even considered an idea that you could achieve, right, then maybe you're more likely to achieve it. So that's where I start this conversation is to say, you know, I think it is possible for us mm-hmm. to be high achieving women and still just dis- set in our minds that we could actually have wellness of mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm.
0: And I would venture to say that if you want to be a high achieving woman, that you have to have wellness in mind, body, and spirit to be a piece of it. Because as you saw from that decade that you spent in that highly stressed environment, if you're not taking care of you, eventually you've got nothing left to give, you know, so Absolutely. you can go fumes, right? And there, you know, you could do those days when you weren't getting much sleep and you could you know, make it on, you know, the takeout or the, you know, the drive-through or things like that for a certain amount of time. But I always like to say either, either we're paying for things upfront and we're paying cash, which will always cost us less, right? Whether it's, you know, in, in real life with money or whether it's in our health and wellness, or we can put those things on credit, which means I'm going to pay for this later. And let's be honest, whether it's, you know, a purchase you make in a store or it's your health and wellness, it will always cost you more down the road, right? So well, let's, then. let's go back and define because I like how you bring in three different parts of wellness, because I think so many people just, we hear wellness, and what's the first thing that comes to mind, we think what I eat, and how much I exercise, right? And we think like, that's wellness. And yet, I heard you talk about a few other things. So let's kind of circle back to that definition of wellness, before we go forward and how to do it. So what are the elements that you would put into that definition of being well?
1: Absolutely. You know, th- there are lots of different dimensions, right? I've I've heard people say there are 12 dimensions of wellness, 8 dimensions of wellness, 7, right? I like to boil it down and simplify it into mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And we could certainly break those out further, but truly, when I talk about wellness, it's this idea that we are three-part beings, mm-hmm. right? We exist in our mind, you know, those are our thoughts, those are our intentions, even our intellect, right? Um, we ex- and, and, and oftentimes we can be disturbed in mind, and we, we're talking about mental health, right? Whether that's anxiety or depression, or even something more um, serious or acute than that, like maybe a personality disorder or bipolar. Um, but oftentimes, something that's happening with us in our mind, in our mental health can be aggravated by a lack of care for it. Going for, you know, days, weeks, months, and years without attention to it can lead to bigger problems in our mental health. But the mind doesn't exist by itself. So body is the second piece, right? Mm -hmm. Our physical well-being, you know, that is how we feel. That's, you know, whether your toe's hurting, whether your hip is off, whether, right, you know, um, what you're eating, whether you um, are overweight or underweight, um, whether you have um, disease or disease, right, that's developing um, because of various different factors. And that can be impacted by your mind, right? And then also by your spirit, which is the third piece, spiritual well-being, That connection to a sense of purpose, that connection to a sense of passion, right? That connection to um, things that are greater than you. I happen to be a Christian, a believer. So my spiritual connection is associated with God and the Holy Spirit and, um, you know, Jesus Christ. This is what's important to me, right? And management of your energy. Right. Whether you're going to show up with a heart of gratitude or a heart of disappointment, whether you're going to show up with a heart of acceptance or a heart of resistance. So for many people, whether you're grounding it in a specific faith practice or religion, um, just to understand that the spiritual is all about energy. You know, it really is. So mind, body and spirit.
0: It's like a three-legged stool, you know, if one of those legs is shorter than the others, or it does not exist, your stool is going to be, you know, (laughs) tilty, and, you know, you're not going to have a balanced life. And so I love that you incorporate all three of those, because like you said, that real, those really are the core ones that everything gets, gets balanced, you know, down into. So, okay. So, you know, you were a woman who was a busy corporate, you know, lawyer. Um, so you also had kids, you had a marriage, you had all these things going on. What were some of the things that went through your mind when you, you know, like you, you know, you, you're looking at your life and you're thinking, you know, I would love to fit wellness in, but I just don't think I can right now. Like how you mentioned that you didn't think it had a place for you in that, in that season of your life. What were some of those thoughts uh, or those maybe excuses or those, um, the tapes that would play that you would, that you would think through?
1: Too busy. Too tired and too dependent on these deadlines, right? (laughs) So, just you know, in the specific, it was you know the hour and a half commute in the morning, the anywhere from an hour and a half to three hour commute in the evening, right? So, for example, place, you know, could we reconsider or reimagine where we live and whether we should be doing that, right? Whether we should be spending that much time in the car. Um, but if you if you thinking you don't have time, I mean that was my scenario. And then we have billable hours um, within our our space, and so we need to bill us. We need to do activities that clients are willing to pay for, okay, um, and be able to document that that's what we're doing, right? Um, and so for my job, you don't get to show up at eight and leave at five and consider it well done. You know, you could sit there for nine hours and only bill four, because it, so that that that's the challenge. That that's kind of the stressor of that kind of client services environment, um, feeling, you know, the time, and then the too busy. You know, I've got now three babies, but at that time, two um, that I was trying to balance. Um, you know, and husband kind of gets put on the sidelines or asked to help, right? Whatever. it is. Yes. And then just deadlines, you know, just feeling like everything was driven by um, a, an external deadline um, versus setting a plan for yourself and how you're going to govern your time and your days so that you can meet the deadline in a way that continues to serve um, a sense of balance for you.
0: Right, right. I love that because I think oftentimes we feel these expectations. They're either the expectations that others have put on us, whether they're family members, you know, our kids obviously have expectations when mom walks in the room or, you know, when they're hungry or whatever. Our husbands have expectations. Our, you know, our friends and family have expectations. And of course, our boss or our team or our clients, you know. And so very often, I think we as women can kind of get lost somewhere in the midst of all of that, and we're kind of going, wait, what about me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I do have needs here and I do have a voice here and, you know, I can't keep going like this because then nobody's going to get, you know, any anything good. So, you know, so really being able to get clear on that, uh, I think is really, really key. And I, you know, I, I love the fact that you could recognize, you know, that looking back now. So were there some red flags that started popping up that made you go, okay. I can't just say I want to be well, or I can't just say I don't have time. Like, this is something I have to invest in. What were some of those things that maybe really just kind of woke you up to where you were and that that wasn't where you wanted to stay? Hair loss. Hmm.
1: Falling asleep at stoplights. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Standing up from my desk and feeling completely lightheaded and disoriented, like I was going to fall over. Um, like the room was spinning, you know, Um, it's, you know, eight o'clock at night, 1230 in the morning, or even two in the afternoon. And I've stood up from my desk where I've been focused and hunched like this, right. Right. And feeling that sense of like, I'm about to fall over. Um, Yeah, yeah, these were some of the red flags. And you know, you push through, I, def, I definitely pushed through hair loss for a really long time. Right? And I pushed mm-hmm. through, um, falling asleep at the stop lines for a really long time, you know, but that sort of vertigo thing. And I'm not even, I, I'm not going to call it vertigo because we know that that can be diagnosed and whatever, but the feeling like you don't have control of your body and you just experience an out of body experience, you know, in the, 30 seconds to a minute after you stood stood up, you know, maybe your limbs are not feeling like they've gotten good flow, you know, your feet are hurting, there's some numbness, all of these things, right, this is when I started to pay a little more attention and start to think maybe I really do need to do something different, you know. So,
0: <laughs> you know, I, I always say if you're not investing in your wellness now, one day it will demand your investment, you know, and you won't Absolutely. have a choice to push through it because it's going to be to the point where you're in bed or you have a diagnosis or you, you know, aren't living anymore. I mean, it, it can get, you know, that extreme. Exactly. The other thing I'm thinking about too is, you know, there may be someone listening today who they're not a corporate lawyer working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. They're, they're a mom at home or they even have an empty nest and I think so often it's easy for just life to get filled up with who knows what sometimes. Right. And we're just not making those things that really matter a priority, right? Right. Because we're just letting the world and all its demands and everyone else and their expectations, you know, fill us and maybe even our own expectations of ourselves. And so I think that can be a challenge for somebody too, who, you know, who isn't going off to, you know, a really stressful job, but is just living everyday life. So I always like to get practical. And yeah. say, OK, so if someone is listening, whether she's in that corporate stressed out you know, place or whether she's a stay at home mom or whether she's just in this transition period of life after 40, what are some practical tips that you would recommend? Let's maybe you know, just kind of hit on maybe like two or three to start moving from stress to refreshed. What would what would you say to her?
1: Yeah. So the first thing is to decide that it is important. Mm. Right. And decide that you can have it. That's important. Maybe if they're listening to you now, they already believe that it's possible. Right. But again, for many of us in this spin, we just don't believe it's possible. We don't even consider the idea of wellness. So, number one, you've got to decide that you're worth it. Right. And that that. this is something that you could have. You you know, you don't have to be um, just someone's wife. You don't have to be just someone's mom and just whatever comes with that, you just get depleted. You you don't have to be someone's awesome worker, you know, or someone's lawyer, you know, someone's, um, a consultant, you know, you, you are someone who's worth feeling well, you know, and you can still deliver in all these realms from a place of wellness. So I, I, for me, just decide you're worth it, you know, and it doesn't have to look serving, loving. And showing up doesn't have to look like you dying in the process. Right, right. Yeah. Um, So then the second thing is, I want us to embrace and get excited about habits and routines. Mm. Um, I had it in my mind that, you know, habits and routines were boring and, um, you know, not super exciting. Everything needs to be spontaneous, right? Right. But developing some habits and routines, particularly if you have the type of job where you're not sure what the day is going to look like, you know, where it's more often the norm to get hit with something urgent, something unexpected, a twist, a turn, a call, you know, uh, you know, that 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 that's the nature of what I do and what I did. Right. Um. So could you claim a habit in what I call a power hour mm-hmm. just one hour a day at a time where you're least likely to be interrupted i'm going to encourage 5 a.m <laughs> but you know that sounds daunting
0: we our day, right we can't always control what happens in our day but how we start it usually is within our control unless you get a phone call that wakes yes. you up you know, or a child that wakes you up with emergency For the most part yes i i'm a big believer in in that as well
1: yes so um, can we re-embrace the idea of habit and routine mm. and and decide I'm going to do these things for myself every day consistently? So I like to describe the power hour as movement, mindset, and meditation. Mm. Um, and the person who I learned this from, great, wonderful guy, um, encourages 20 minutes of movement. 20 minutes of mindset, 20 minutes of meditation um, within at power hour. I love to do my movement and mindset together so that I can do at least 30 minutes of exercise, wow. um, which is recommended for cardiovascular health. Um, and then um, to or even getting onto Clubhouse now, right? Um, And the meditation, just frankly, just sitting there and focusing on your breath or maybe doing a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really does center your day. So the first thing is just to decide that you could have this and that it's worth it, that you're worth it. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, to revisit habit and routine um, that you can do during a time that you're least likely to be interrupted. And I think the morning is the secret.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I always like to say your morning starts the night before. So that's going to mean if you're going to get up at 5am or 6am or whatever that time is that you're getting to bed, you know, at a decent time so that your body will be ready that you are getting those things in place, whether it's, you know, having your workout shoes out having your journal and your Bible out having, you know, that mindset app pulled up or whatever. So that way, when you get up, it's, I like to say, make those decisions when you're not in the moment. It's almost like the decision was made for you already when you weren't mm-hmm. emotional or you didn't have an opportunity to make an excuse of, I don't feel like it right now. And I'm just going to hit snooze and turn over um, mm-hmm. and how we start our day in all those areas impacts the rest of it.
1: I absolutely love that. Yeah. Yeah. And the third thing I want to share is about hydration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about hydration. It's so key, you know, and, and, you know, I know this one gets kind of specific, but if it was like one thing that you could change about your day right now, I think it's getting more water, which is why I, you you often see me drinking during a, a, a session like this, not just to clear my throat, but because I've committed to doing at least one full bottle, 16 ounces of water during every Zoom session that I do, right? Because we're in the middle of a pandemic um, and we're spending a lot of time on zoom, a lot of time sitting in the chair. Um, what if you use that as a way to kind of keep the hydration going? Um, we, we know it's important to drink water, but if we could quantify that, right. Um, what I've learned, uh, about cardiovascular health is that you should be getting at least eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day. So that's 64 ounces of water. That sounds great except <laughs> the gold standard when you talk to someone who's in the nutrition and health uh, nutrition and fitness space is that you're drinking half of your body weight in pounds in ounces.
0: Yes
1: okay. So for example, clean numbers, if you weigh 200 pounds, you need to which looks like you don't listen, that's great. but <laughs> if you weigh 200 pounds, you need to be drinking a hundred ounces of water a day. And so I'm thinking I'm doing great, chugging them back every day. And then last um, this past week, I went into my uh, total nutrition store and got onto their in-body test uh, machine. They did this full body exam that gave a lot of data, um, which I thought was incredible. I love numbers. It helps me to understand what's going on and I can move the number. And he said you're 36% water. You should be more like 65%. Wow. So this means you are dehydrated. Yes, you are dehydrated. So if you could hit that half of your body weight in ounces of water, we could move the needle moving this 36 to 65. Right.
0: Right.
1: So I'm putting that out there. I love exercise. I love meditation. Um, I love clean eating, but if you can't make any other change, can we up the water?
0: Sure. That's and that will
1: actually help move toxins out of your body and help you lose weight as well.
0: Yeah. It actually helps with mental clarity as well, because when you get dehydrated, your brain is not functioning the way that it should. And so, you know, you're going to feel that foggy brain. You're going to, you know, like you said, not have the flow of nutrients in your body. And, you know, it's it's just so key for, for the mind and body, you know, so Absolutely. Love something simple that anybody can do and make really easy. So, you know, if you need to, you know, I love your idea of, you know, set a specific goal and have those water bottles right there. For me, I have a little bit larger water bottle that I fill three times a day and I almost make it a game in my head. I'm looking at the clock. Okay. My second one should be done by now. And then, you know, I'll fill my third one and then, you know, I'll have my fourth one. And so, you know, so just find a way that works for you and top of mind. I think that's, that's the key is, is to do that. So, and no matter how busy you are, everybody can drink water and everybody needs to drink water. (laughs) So.
1: Yeah, and I love that your the water bottle is definitely more environmentally friendly because it's reusable. You know, we are a recycling household, um, but it's just easy. Like sure. if you're looking for an easy route, you know, right? You you get those bottles, you empty them, you crush them, and put them in the recycling, and then you start the next one. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. There's that feeling of satisfaction. I crushed another one. Well, I love that. You know, this topic is so important, Carla, because. You know, if we're not paying attention to this area of our life, then all the other areas of our life are going to start falling apart because we're going to have to only focus on this one thing. Yes. So, so I know that this topic is important. I know that you've created resources and and things around it so that you can serve women in this. So, tell us a little bit about you know where can people find you? What resources do you have to offer? I know your um, your business is called Women's uh, the Houston Wellness Workshops, but you don't have to be in Houston to Take advantage of some of your things. So what are a few, you know, what are some things that you want our audience to know about you and what you have to offer and and where to find them?
1: Yeah, thank you so much. So you don't have to be in Houston. Um, We definitely started in August of 2019 and therefore have grown up in the pandemic. Um, and so my original idea was to do women's wellness retreats um, and now those are virtual i've got one coming up um, and by the time folks are listening uh further to this um, i'll be hosting one uh, that first weekend of december um a the h3w virtual women's wellness retreat coming december 3rd and fourth um so very excited about that um for um uh for for the women in that tribe, um, the idea is to do at least quarterly uh, wellness retreats, taking a step away, hitting yes. the reset button, mm-hmm. um, making sure that you've got someone else supporting kids, household, all of that. And so, if you want to learn more about um, the, the retreats, um, you can go to carlajaghetto.com. It's Carla, K A R L A. J-A-G-H-E-D-O.com. Um, and there will also be more coming at H3WHouston.com. Um, so, yeah. I
0: have you, we'll put, the, we'll put that in the show notes so that someone who's listening, because if you're like me, I'm listening on a walk or I'm driving or my hands are in the dishes and I can't like pause right now and write it down. So we will put that in the show notes so you can go back and find that. And, and I love the word you just said about pushing, you know, reset, and one of the words I talk about is pushing pause, because otherwise we just keep doing right. And if we just keep going, keep going, keep going, we're going to be in the same place, if not worse, especially with our wellness. And so I will go ahead and drop a link to, um, to a, a journaling guide that will help you to just push pause and just reflect for just a few minutes on where am I right now in some different areas of my life and where do I want to be? And I think that oftentimes when you see that gap, you know, like you did with your wellness, then it starts moving you into action to actually do something about, you know, moving from where you don't want to stay to where you where you want to be. So I'll put that down there as well. So I love that. Before we go, just thank you so much for being a guest today. I love your heart and, and your mission and what you're doing. And I love that you bring your faith into it as well. So you know if that woman was sitting across from you right now and she's feeling stressed, right? And she's not sure that there's a place for wellness for her, even though she's heard you say all these things and she's hers. Me share these things, you know, week in and week out. She's still just like, yeah, I I don't know that I can do that. What would be that one thing that you would say to her?
1: You can, Mm -hmm. and it's worth it. Specifically, you are worth it. You know, um, this is possible. Um, And many times it's important to have a team to help guide you through this. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love to say I'm not perfect. I don't have it figured out but I'd love to be on your team to help you get to that next level. Yeah. So that's what, that's what I do. Yeah. I love that.
0: I love that. And that I'll, I'll plug in my favorite quote here, never DIY your greatest priorities, right? Because you can go so far, you know, on your own, but you can go so much farther when you have other resources, like what you offer, what I offer and what other, you know, coaches and, and, and people can do to help in any area, but especially in wellness. So thank you so much for sharing that insight and, and, uh, and your heart. I appreciate that. And if you're listening to this and that's you, you are worth it. So know that and you are worth investing in and making some changes uh, and taking some steps towards your wellness. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking of someone in your life whose life is out of balance or, you know, whose wellness is not getting the priority that it needs to please share this with them because it could honestly be life-changing for them to hear just some of these simple things and get them on that track of wellness. So, So until next time, keep rethinking your priorities. You matter, you are worth it and let's continue to live a life that you love. Take care. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. And I can't wait for you to join in the conversations afterwards in our new Facebook group, Women Repurposed After 40 where you can hang out with me, our fantastic podcast guests, and amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes while it's top of mind. And if you enjoyed this episode, or think it would be helpful for other women in this stage of life, please leave a review at podchaser.com or right here on this platform. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today, or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lisa Figgins on any platform. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.